Sup world, it's your boy Sway from MTV News. FCC's back in town, so we're back in action, and also third third time for episode oh landmark 150 of Knifey Lion Radio. My name is Jonah. A respected head coach of future leaders of men. Join me today from McCloskey, McCloskey, from McCloskey the Globe, Zach. Good day. Good evening, Sunday evening. Today, we look back on a classic FC Montreal battle. Just the kind you're going to remember for days. That'll be the FCC. After that, Zach's got some things he's got to get off his chest, and that thing is respect. It's you 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 know, we did a little bit of good, so why not pick an FCC of the week? After a one-week absence, Zach is Betty. Zach is ready to put his stamp back on his favorite segment, FCC Survivor. My rhythm was a little off. Um, then we got a brand new edition of from Kevin, and we th- finish things out with Popery. Folks, if you were one of the twelve thousand braving the moderately acceptable weather Saturday at the Teak, you are cordially welcome to inside, where I have tons of jackets. The John Harp's John Hart, Cave, Cave of Wonders. Of Wonders, Wonders. Zach, Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, it is. Aren't these the best? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that. Sorry. I'm, so much know, Zoom <laughs> delay, people are calling us uh, the Cincy Postcast, am I right? If, uh, yeah, I was scared to ask mom to take Eli today. Otherwise, we could have done it in person earlier, but. Children, back in action. First game for the Little Tykes. Oh, so much to get into there. I don't really know if that's true. I said, I said that last time. I'm going to talk about soccer. Their soccer team. We did. You think there's someone out there, probably a weirdo, who's like, man, I hope they talk about their kid's soccer team. That gets my juice flowing. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be one. Yeah. It's funny. That, I, I mean, it's, well, Alex. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's yeah, funny? I don't think <laughs> nothing. That's it. Uh, oh. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> one thing about our kids. I was gonna let everyone know we got a little late start because my dumbass, uh, my kid's neck looked dirty from his soccer game. So I told him to make sure to scrub it good in the shower, and uh, he scrubbed the front of his neck so hard he made himself throw up. That <laughs> <laughs> was awesome. Who amongst us? We've all been there. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, speaking of children um, nearly vomiting, at least uh, I tried to take some Dayquil pills today and, <laughs> and something wasn't, just wasn't working. <laughs> After about the fourth try, my throat was just like, this is not happening today. And, uh, I feel okay, though, but a Dayquil would have been nice. I could see you not being able to swallow pills. That was a thing for a long like time. Like, yeah. I couldn't do that. I pinched a nerve at... Uh, a friend's house, like in junior high, and the mom was like, "Well, I can give you Tylenol." I was like, "I can't swallow pills," <laughs> so she had to give me like ten <laughs> chewable tablets or something. <laughs> it was quite a masculinity. <laughs> but 
some of the worst paid ever. I don't really think those children's tablets did it. But, uh, you know, what can I say? Can't swallow pills. But I hope you can swallow these takes. Here we go. No, not really. But, yeah. Sunday Night Zach, did you listen to the... I, <laughs> we're not saying his name. <laughs> Incognito Man. Did you listen to last week's episode with a guest host? Yeah. Yeah, I did. How did this make you feel? I, I enjoyed that one. <laughs> I like I like Alex. <laughs> who? Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's funny because like, who could possibly care? <laughs> you just never know. Uh, yeah, it was something else. Um, should we get in the game? I didn't have any headlines. You asked if you should write headlines, and you know, yeah, I, didn't I don't have think anyway. This week, yeah. I did. I think you alluded to it. I did have COVID past two weeks that's why i was out shit fucking sucked i did allude but you know i didn't know some people try to keep it secret for some reason (laughs) no i don't care uh so what would you would you recommend covid not recommend covid i would not recommend it and uh it was really frustrating because so i finally i went to a show i went to see converge i hadn't been to a show in a long time i was like i'm gonna go to this it's up the street and um two other people i know got covid from the show and uh they're fine after like two days and um uh, really kind of pissed me off so i had a miserable time for uh yeah going you're, on that was about two weeks so you're uh both doses and a booster too aren't you yeah i am but <sighs> just goes to show I seem you to be <laughs> susceptible to random bullshit at the moment so one thing that'll make you feel better it's it's talking FC, so let's just get into the game. We'll just go into the FC recap. recap. Also, Zach, sorry, before I forget, um, how about that soccer crush guy? <laughs> I feel like I got to <laughs> shout him out. Wow. I wish speaking of takes. Man, I, I can't think of his full name, which <laughs> I love to broadcast right now. I mean, yeah, I'm not trying to white knight it <laughs> on our podcast here, but that guy was a real piece of shit, and he kept doubling down. Um it just needed a woman's touch. Yeah, it was like he didn't realize. <laughs> it's like he just kept saying it. It's like, you know, everyone can see what you're saying. <laughs> it looked like, like uh, some of the, uh, those like Tinder screen caps you'll see. And the guy will be like, oh, it's nice to meet a girl who has a sense of humor or has her own interests. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought the same. Soccer crush just needs a man's touch because that's definitely what... <laughs> He's not their target demographic. Um, if you go down his uh, most of well, his replies, true. you know exactly which podcast he's listening to. <laughs> and folks, <laughs> wait, I was like, that's just it the name. <laughs> I can't just say that. I was just going to say the phrase. I was like, wait, that is the name of the podcast. Um, wow. Can you go one week without insulting that podcast? I try to keep things on the rail here and you're always trying to get me shit talking. No, that's right. Um, but Zach, I was thinking as we, you know, a, a decent day for a soccer game on Saturday. Are you feeling a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I had it before. I feel like a little bit of the going through the motions. Like, you just know this team isn't quite it. We don't have all the players that we're going to need to really be competitive. We enjoy, we go out day in, day out. You know, we expect, oh, this could be a win. But uh, much like the... Knifey Lime Radio Pod. Just, you know, I look around the crowd. I'm like, this feels like an in-between moment. <laughs> it's like, we're not at rock bottom anymore. 
but we're not anywhere else we need to be. Am I talking out of school, or does it just seem a little redundant at the moment? No, it does. It kind of it kind of feels like I'm I'm gonna go because this is what I'm supposed to do <laughs> for some reason because I already bought tickets. Um, that being said, I mean I had a good time. It was a fun game, but uh, no, it definitely feels that way. I maybe it was the weather or the midday game. I don't know what it was. I was like felt zero energy. Maybe because I went by myself, or I don't know. I thought we were gonna get fucking walloped. But. In a way, we did. Sure. <laughs> uh, there has uh, is this this is our third home game. All of them have been earlier, right? Do we have have we had one? Well, maybe we had one seven thirty game. No. Did we? We had a I, six. I o'clock. feel like I remember one ending, at least with it being dark. It was pre so time change though. Yeah, that could have been a six six o'clock or something. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That is the lack of night game kind of does change the vibe a little bit. And our seating, you know, we lost a few seatmates. Um, you know, it's slightly different, but uh, you know, we're still there. We're making new friends. This, I think, the people right to directly to my left, where to your left. Um, I don't think that they're season ticket holders, but you know, I think they appreciated our vibe because they're yellers. That guy was getting it. <laughs> He didn't always have anything interesting to say, but he was getting into it. Uh, should we talk about the game? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, what was the same starting lineup except um, Ray Gaddis is back? Always good to see Tucked Jesus make his return. <laughs> Zach, have you even seen Fucking his tweets Steve at all? Steve Urkel, as Nick referred to. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make uh, Alvis uh, Stefan? <laughs> That's perfect. (laughs) Stefan Urkel. (laughs) I don't wanna I don't wanna accidentally step into something racial, like me tweeting out like Nick's Steve Urkel thing. Like somehow something could go wrong. I don't know how, but something could go wrong. But would that be a good meme? It's like left back, right back, and it's like Urkel (laughs) Steve Urkel on the other side. No, I think it's good. I think it's good. My t- might tweet that one out on that'd be a good Monday one. Uh, <laughs> Stefan Urkel. I do like that the Urkel guy was like, "All right, I'll stay on the show, but you gotta, you gotta let me not be Urkel a little bit." Uh, but yeah, he started some out. girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually get Laura for a change. Did have you seen his tweets at all? The man is he's like he's like one hundred twenty percent Bucky right now. He's got to stop. It's way too, there's way too many Christian tweets. It's like Jesus, dude. We fucking I get. It. I, I actually I think I muted him because it made me look so uncomfortable. Uh, it's like you know, all that prayer and you end up in Cincinnati. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's not um, let's see what he's got here. <laughs> Could he say a prayer to not pass it across the middle every time he gets the ball? <laughs> prayer to his foot to get the life back in it again. Um, great guy, oh, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> my biggest flex in life, my biggest flex is that God never took his hand off me through it all. <laughs> he never left my side. Thank you, God. <laughs> Quit flexing, Ray. Me too. <laughs> I could feel his hand. It does imply that God took his hands off every other people. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> sorry about your luck, Alvis. <laughs> Yeah, 
there's a bunch of you ain't lying fans who think the same thing and i'm like god left there a long time ago or was that blood diamond god left this place long ago bro that's pretty good leo uh yeah but 12 minutes into the game zach brandon vasquez again we get a long pass from junior moreno to streaking out his pal with the touch of his life and uh puts a ball into a cross in the keeper pushes it out vasquez pulls it away with his left foot pokes it in from close range with his right does his superman pose zach golden boot leader brandon vasquez yeah, fucking incredible. Can he get back on the show? <laughs> Can you vote him back <laughs> <Yeah>. in? <laughs> I'd be happy to. <laughs> That's the worst mistake I've ever made. Was uh, voting Vasquez off the island. But, uh, my uh, my KLR minute two weeks ago in the postcast was sell Vasquez now to make Brenner feel better. <laughs> Prove. Prove that you love Brenner, sell Vasquez. But uh, Zach, he's, he's doing it all. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, then you go back to like to the end of last season too. I mean, he's just fucking. I guess he just needed to play. <laughs> I know, and it does suck that uh, it's like you're gonna need to play Brenner at some point. But I think yeah, we agreed that it's Baji and Baji. He had a chance to put one in because Vasquez should have had an assist. He whipped one right in off uh, Baji's head. It would have been hard, but uh, he put it wide. So you um. Do you see anything yep. else from Baji that you're like, no, no, you can't give up his spot yet? Uh, yeah, he would play literally anywhere. Hands up at fucking left back. <laughs> That's right. For like the last quarter of the game. Um, and uh, he had a, he had other chances too. I think he put one wide that was on the ground. Um, yeah. I mean, you can see. I mean, it's the end of the game, so it's a little different. But everything slows down when Brenner's out there. You know, I think. Uh, Noonan alluded to it like that partnership is hard to split up and uh Baji might not be scoring but he's fast I I don't know I wouldn't change yeah. anything at the moment I guess I'm just saying because obviously you can't take Vasquez out so <laughs> the only other option is like yes if you're gonna play Brenner Baji has to come out but it's true um I was like maybe Brenner I mean this could be true of anyone but it's like you put Brenner on like the best team in MLS <laughs> Like maybe that would. I feel like that's something there. I know that sounds stupid, but uh, you know that's just just the way it is. But yeah, he comes in and he'll drop back, but like not in a bodgy way. And you're like, where'd Brenner go? It's like, oh, there he is. And then he's making runs, but he's not really getting those balls. He's getting it more like on top of the box, like the corner of the box, and working stuff out there with Lucho. And then Vasquez is like playing like you expect, kind of. A striker to play, making the runs yeah, I into mean, the box and cleaning up the mess. <laughs> in fairness, when Brenner came on, I thought he had some good moments and he played a couple good crosses, even like leading to near goals. Um, but it does slow down. And there was or <laughs> one time uh, Ali Khan does his goal kick and he puts it towards Brenner and I'm screaming like anyone but Brenner because you know <laughs> he's not going to win that header and he didn't. Um, but Baji is. He's in the air. He's bringing those down. And Vasquez also. They're both just... I More has to go right for Brenner to get a goal. I feel like you just need one little moment. And I think Vasquez could somehow, you know, something could turn into a goal, even if it's ugly. Um, but then at the 17th minute, Montreal gets one back. 
And what was it last year? I think we lost 5-4. At one point, we might have been up three goals, or was that just the Nashville game? We were at least up two goals that game. It was a hoot, though. That's all I remember. Uh, Then we get one back in the 20th minute. It looked like possibly a bodgy goal, but it goes down as an own goal. Um, Some mix-up at the—some madness at the back— the back line. I'm I don't not, really remember what happened in that one, really. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, uh, well, Vasquez created it, you know. Yes. He, but uh, I think he did his pose again. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm pretty certain. I remember thinking, like, oh, that's bold. Because <laughs> that's a clear own goal. But, uh, good for um, him. So, 2-1. That didn't last. 41st minute Montreal goal. 45th minute Kai Kamara. Which goal was that? Was the, was the curler their first goal? Yeah, that was good, but Hagelin gave him way too much space. I did want to say, uh, yeah. I don't know who to, I know Pat Noonan was praising um, Alvis Powell, and I understand why, but there was definite confusion on their side multiple times, and I'm not well-versed enough to know who was to blame, but like runners were left free, and neither of them picked him up. Like, it's like between Alvis and Nick Hagelin, they weren't sure who should go where. And uh, who should follow who? And um, it was a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like to say he uh, he did enough that game, but yes, that's true. Then um, the 45th minute, Kai Kamara scores, and you're really like, wow, three goals in the first half. And I don't know. It also wasn't. Um, this might have been Jeff Cameron's worst game. He had like some, you know, he stuffed some people sometimes when you expect he would where he'll just stick his back leg out and just perfectly just block somebody off. But he also had a couple times he got beat pretty badly and couldn't get back in time. He's never, like, totally out of position, but this game he just seemed to get, like, beat more. And I don't know. They seemed old, <laughs> this game, more than any other game. It's easy to say when we get scored on, but uh, not a lot of depth back there, though. So, you know what I'm saying? You know? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the understatement of the... Millennium. Um, there's no dinner out segment. Vice is gone now. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah. I mean, how many times do we get beaten on a? I mean, I guess it's even on a break. Sometimes they don't even have numbers, but it's on a counter, and um, yeah, a ball straight across the box and a tap in. Um, it happens too much. You gotta say, center back speed, surely ha- has a role to play in that, right? Gotta be. We'll hope not, because there's there's no speed to be had <laughs> so we got yeah i don't know i'm i i haven't even rewatched the highlights you know i'm a good podcast host but uh we lose games like that i'm like whatever i just watched our goals again but um i don't know what the fix is but hopefully they do better because our offense is doing better in the 61st minute second half alvis powell again with the run of his life weaving between two guys cut back cut back cut back in the box gets taken down for a PK. On one hand, my first reaction is, that was fucking amazing. Second reaction is, oh God, penalty kick. Can't be Lucho, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then I see Lucho, and I just got so sad. Like, I was preemptively sad for him that he was going to miss it and just how bummed he was going to be. And I was like, this is not good for anybody. But uh, what's your first reaction beyond the excitement of winning the penalty? So your second reaction? Um. Well, you know, <laughs> in the history of me watching soccer, usually you see penalty, like, nice, goal. <laughs> but, 
it was not that. I was like, oh, fuck. And uh, yeah, I felt nervous. I, I think I felt exactly what you did. I felt preemptively sad for him because he was probably going to get booed if he did something <laughs> silly, you know? Um, and uh, Did you watch or could you not watch? Uh, I didn't watch. First, I was looking at the big screen, the smaller big screen. And then I was like, no, I looked over and then I crouched down and then I just closed my eyes and I was like, I'll just listen for the crowd, (laughs) which I don't think I've ever done. Even like when I'm actually, I'm not going to watch something on TV. I usually look through my fingers, but I, I just, I was like, this is easier. I don't want to, if it, if he really shanked it, I was like, I didn't want to see it. So I didn't watch. (laughs) Well, I'll say I didn't like his run up again. It was slightly faster than last time, but it was just a casual little trot. And, um, luckily their keeper bit and like went to his right and then he slotted it in but it was weak it was a soft it was a soft kick but you know maybe he saw the keeper was already jumping and he was good but um not convincing no i mean i did see it eventually i saw i mean i watched the replay but i yeah there's a lot of those sometimes people just blast it straight down the middle and if a goalie dives either way from the camera angle and kind of from our seat angle it looks like a good penalty and you look back and you're like well if the guy just (laughs) he didn't even kick it to the side so it's hard to say so if he knew if he saw the guy leaning that way already then yeah it's perfectly fine but like you don't know that i guess is the point so if he knew the guy if he could tell the guy was going that way then he was just like okay i'll just calmly put it in that's good if he didn't and the guy Imagine the guy dove that way and he was still did the exact same thing and just like softly lands in the keeper's belly. Then you're like, oh, brother. But uh, it all worked out this time. Yeah. But I mean, I guess all, all I'd say is. You give give the penalties to the guy who's banging in goals, I think. Because <laughs> um, even Lucho looked like reluctant, but. Anyway, yeah whatever it went in it's all yeah. good uh what it's did like, you is, this, have, is it better or worse though that now he's like now i'm the man again <laughs> right. if he misses we definitely get somebody else but what were you gonna say um did you rewatch the baji one from the first half um penalty what? shout no oh just curious oh where he got tucked down yeah, just following the CST tweet. I was curious if you, <laughs> <laughs> you watched it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've seen a few things lately. Who else was like, I don't know, just complaining about fans complaining? I was like, this is like, this is, that's what you do. It's well, like, it was, it was <laughs> the other week, it was Coach Goff saying like that the fans booing the ref weren't helping the team, um, which I, like I, yeah, I mentioned that on the pod. It's like you got to respect them retweeting what an awful take like that. And then, uh, yeah, whoever's <laughs> tweeting for them, that's a fucking penalty. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're watching. I also think, uh, I don't mean this in a soccer crush way. I felt like this ref was like slightly persuaded a couple of times. <laughs> I think eventually, I, I think just in general, I think a crowd can affect a ref. Now, maybe you could have a negative effect too, but... If you're on someone constantly or if it's like it's hard for them to ignore 50-50 like hmm is that a foul or not or something like I think it can't hurt 
I mean, yeah, like, it there could was, in theory, but like, there was that's one what you do. That Lucho, that's how you try to affect the game. Lucho got called for one, and everyone went fucking ape shit. And you could tell she was kind of like, eh, sorry. Um, I will say, I thought she was fucking garbage. Yeah, that's what we I'm saying. Really she seemed on, easily, we don't go in on the refs that much, but she, I thought she was like exceptionally bad. It it seemed pretty like not a lot of thought behind. I guess we were uh, inconsistent, like just like okay, this is a foul now. Oh no, this isn't a foul, or that is this. Like she's just, there seemed to be no rhyme or reason, like for any of the calls. Yeah. Why she did some and didn't do others, and she nearly gave was it? She nearly gave Alvis a red card. Um, I think it was Alvis. He was already on a yellow, and he said something after a foul, and she walked up to him. And I think somebody tweeted about it too, and like she put her hand, like to her pocket. Or I don't know why else she would do that, and then like, you know, brought her hand back out, but it looked like she was going to give him the second. I don't know if she remembered that he was already on a yellow and was like, I don't want to give him a red. That's what it kind of seemed like she was running through the scenario in her head, but I'm glad she didn't. But yeah, not not great. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just left you for <laughs> repeat what you had already said. Um, so yeah, Lucha <laughs> does get the PK five minutes later, six minutes later. We don't have much time to celebrate that. Uh, Montreal scores, takes the lead. We never get it back. It ends 4-3. A lot of goals in these Montreal games, and it's just not going our way lately. Um, but yeah, back line, kind of shitty. Brandon Vasquez scoring. What's, um, your big, I think, what's your big takeaway? I don't know. I, I was going to say the best chance to tie it back up was the Marcanic header, which I think Harris mm-hmm. put that ball in. Like, oh, fucking beautiful. And um, Probably should have scored. Yeah, I mean, not the worst header, but you, yeah, you got to, you have to. Uh, yeah, Vasquez eventually came out, which like, I'm sure he's exhausted. But I was like, man, I wish that was Vasquez. <laughs> and Harris came in. You came. It was a bad game for Yuya. He had a giveaway that led right to either their first or second goal. And um, yeah, and even before that, it was you know shaky f- for him. That's all right. I don't think consistent. people will turn on Yuya. Like he's he's been good, but well, I think even when he's bad, people are like, "Well, you know, this, he wasn't brought in to be this position, anyways." So he's always got that in his back pocket. Meanwhile, Baji's playing uh, left back, uh, which is fantastic. But um, yeah, my favorite moment of the game, I believe it was one Yama went down. Some could say he took a dive, and the guy next to us who had been yelling, yells, go back to acting school. <laughs> and uh, when he hit that go back to ah, tell you what, Zach, I was melting into my seat. <laughs> Didn't want to be there. <laughs> Thought the absolute worst. <laughs> he hit that acting. Whew, I was reborn. Was not prepared for a world <laughs> where someone sitting next to me yelled, go back to Africa. <laughs> it would have been... Maybe the end of my uh, going to FCC games. There's no going back from that. There's just there no a, going back. It was the same guy. Barial won a won a foul um, in our own half. We were struggling to get it out, and finally um, he gets fouled, hits the deck, and that dude yells like, "What are we at the fucking swimming pool?" <laughs> I guess you know, mad that our own player supposedly took a dive, which he didn't. He was kicked straight in the shin, but. <laughs> 
I was just like, I, so I gave him the, I told you, I gave him the old air jerk off, like, you know, looked at him <laughs> like this, but he didn't see that, but the young girl behind him did. I was a little confused, but, uh, you know, don't turn on the own players like that. No. But every time I retell that, I, I, I add a little more to the ah. So then he was like, go back to ah. <laughs> Thanks, cool. What was interesting is um, they have they put Barrial in as like the left wing back. I don't remember in which game did he perform so poorly that they would rather have Baji at left back and switch formations and move Ray Gaddis over to the right. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, yeah. How did he do in the game? I don't. I feel like. Every time he comes in, there's only so much he can do when he's right. And he did he cut in and like played a couple balls that weren't bad. Um, I think he tried to pull the trigger. No, he did once. Um, How about (laughs) that corner kick routine? Um, Lucho teeing up Moreno (laughs) (laughs) for the volley. Very hopeful, but uh, (laughs) the Alvis volley. you know, if it worked out, it'd be fucking glorious. Alvis is thinking the same thing. <laughs> I just need that one chance. Um, what did he say? Did, are you at the pool? What did he say? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a uh, swimming pool. Yeah. I, I'm going to imagine his wife is the one who's on the Facebook page who was like, her chant was, nuts and bolts, nuts and bolts. We got screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that a lot. <laughs> The same guy also yelled, asking if the ref wanted to borrow his glasses. <laughs> Gold. It's like we yell at the players and there's no way they, they can hear him. Like, we know that. But, like, that's somehow more embarrassing. <laughs> you want my glasses? Nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts. We got screwed. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Whole Bailey together now. Nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts. Uh, I'll say... Uh, no, I'll say that for you gotta respect that. Is it piano man? Oh. <laughs> no, you don't have to respect that. <laughs> Your favorite chant. <laughs> I was right. you know, it's like seventieth minute. I was like, all right guys, we got twenty minutes to get a goal. No. No. But you know, I'm glad anybody's making noise, so just make some noise <laughs> you can't say anything for the rest of the crowd so um if you want to sing piano man fuck it yeah by, by all means uh do you have any final thoughts on another ridiculous game before i get to these segments no no i mean I, I will say like it is fun to watch a team where you feel like they can i felt like we could tie it or even like score again like i wasn't surprised yeah. when we scored goals <laughs> that's a good feeling but uh the defense even though like we've given up seven before and things like that like it was absolute shambles um sounds too bad we got a week off though it means we got a week off too so for the get it together i mean we could do a pod next week just talking about our kids game you know all the segments <laughs> yeah. and stuff <laughs> sure <laughs> fcc serve or <laughs> Clifton FC survivor. We vote Oscar. Oscar Oscar comes off the field. (laughs) Middle of the game. Doesn't tell anyone. Says he's thirsty. Has a seat. (laughs) You got 
respect that. <laughs> Speaking of, it's time for... Um, I mean, maybe I could think of one, but Zach, you said you had something you got to respect and get off your chest. Yeah, I had two. Um, my first one, I was going to say, you got to respect that middle finger um, on the big screen. <laughs> really made by night. Like I said, imagine it was Mare. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you! <laughs> like, well, babe. Whoever, whoever you were, I think it was probably in the Bailey, but shout out. Gotta respect that. <laughs> Zach's interested, so send a DM <laughs> to KLR. He likes that attitude. Uh, what else you got? Uh, I was gonna say, um, Harris shooting on the kickoff. Gotta respect that. What you I like Scott, who is, he's a few seltzers deep, so... He was like, what? Have you, have you ever seen anyone do that? I was like, I actually have. He's <laughs> like, dude, why would you even, there's no way you're ever going to score that. I was like, yeah, probably not. But, you know, if you catch him off his line. Uh, it wasn't the worst thing. It wasn't the worst kick either. I mean, I've seen worse versions of that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what else you got to respect? I wish he would have done it and made it and then listened to the broadcast. Have Tommy be like, and, uh, and taps it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Tommy, I wouldn't call that tipping quite quite like it. Um, Not sure that's legal. Don't you have to tap it to another player? (laughs) You could just hear him thumbing through a roll book. Thumbing through the roll book. (laughs) Kevin, I don't know. We're not in Ireland anymore, Kevin. Things are different here. Um, Yeah, you got to respect that. There's probably things I got to respect, but... uh, can't remember i'll tell you what i was at the beginning i was longing for a power failure like week one the music is just <laughs> it's too loud uh zach you mentioned a pretzel does that mean you had a pretzel yeah i had one of those cheese filled ones at the uh, sam adams market or whatever it is the, che- the cheese filled ones aren't really there to be reviewed in the same way as the other pretzels you know like you, you couldn't say oh pretzels are great that's that's too specific so i won't know well, I kind of got there fucking half hour early by myself. I was pretty upset with myself. Just walk down to the first row and take selfies while they warm up behind you. You know me. Uh, uh, you got to respect that. All right. Um, should we pick a man of the week or should we just say Vasquez was the man of the week? I was going to give it to Baji. Okay. Interesting choice. <laughs> I mean, he played... I thought he played his fucking ass off, and then, yeah. you know, he got moved out to the left and then to left back. And that, you know, you got to respect that. Why not? <laughs> you got to respect that. Also, Don Baji, you're the FCC man of the week. Congratulations. You win $50,000 gift card to Norwood City Game Exchange. Buy the whole store. All right, FCC Survivor. Ah. <laughs> oh, Zach, Survivor. Another classic (laughs) season. (laughs) Do you have a list in front of you? Yeah, I'll read it in a second. Uh, How about um, last week's guest host with a real honest-to-goodness connection to a Survivor contestant? On Richard Hance's, not Richard Hance, that was season one naked guy. On Russell Hance's season, nonetheless. Could you believe that? Could you? Yeah, um, you know, Brian from uh, my bike trip, Brian. um, Sure. He was very good friends with a runner-up. Um... Gosh, I forget his name. He went on to like do all the blogging for, like, is it on CBS? Um, was it Fishback? Steven? I don't know. 
Was he like a late twenties? Um, well, was this a while ago though? It would have been like he was blogging for them in two thousand ten. I feel like this guy was. Um, I'm thinking of a guy who was like a blogger for them. He, uh, you know, he's got kind of slightly hip glasses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy was he's like forty three now. Uh, I mean that. That's possible. He works with Brian at Big Spaceship doing design and stuff. But anyway, turns out he did have a... Uh, he had an alliance with whoever ended up winning that year. And I think he got half the money. Like, they they cut a deal. I think you're not allowed to say that, though. I Yeah, I think, but... You know, I'm not I'm telling thinking. you not to, but I, I think that's like a thing where it's like you can't say you're going to split the money. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. I'm saying after the fact now. It says Fishback began blogging for People Magazine in 2009. Yeah, I mean that's that's possible. I thought he was writing for like CBS.com, like a, just a Survivor blog. Like, I mean, this was a Survivor about Survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be. So remember, we were on our bike trip and we we're coming through Nashville, and he was gonna be there for some reason at the Country Music Awards, and uh, he invited <laughs> us to an after party. Uh, we were too sleepy on your bike trip. Yeah. I'm imagining you showing up with your blonde eyebrows and <laughs> cut and off sleeves like we're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, trying to meet a young Taylor Swift. What could have been? Uh, FC Survivor, we voted off Vasquez, Robledo, <laughs> e- <laughs> Vasquez, number one. Vasquez, Robledo, Ian Murphy, Calvin Harris, Johnny Nelson. You guys hear about this, Johnny Nelson? Brenner and uh, Markinick. So, as a survivor, vote off anyone who played. Um, I'm going to vote off uh, Ray Gaddis. Absolutely. If you didn't, I would have. Um, I will Although say, we need him. <laughs> yeah, sure. But this, that's neither here nor there. He was decent every other game, I thought, but... Uh, he just had a real heavy touch this past one. Just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, everybody's back there seemed old. I mean, except for Albus. Um, but yeah, I mean, two of them are. Well, he's old. Yeah, three of them. I mean, they are old. It's like they played like they're old, um, because they are old. Let me see all who we had here: Gaddis, who came in, Barial. I would like to see a Tonga. You know, he's still on the team. Throw him out. Yeah, there. Tonga played today for the two team. Oh, weird. I mean, they're off next week, so I'm I, good. He got some minutes. I'll vote off. Hmm. It's not as easy. Nick Haglin. You gotta go, buddy. Snuffing out your torch, Nick Haglin. Voted off the island. So this season, there's a guy who's fucking massive. They're calling him like Thor. He's single-handedly. They're in three tribes. He single-handedly won almost every competition for him. And it's uh, they had one where it's like two people get in a boat, and then the other two members of the team have to uh, pull the boat like a strap around uh, their chest, and they swim pulling the boat behind them to another location. They jump in. The Thor guy's swimming. <laughs> the other. Just like dragging his teammate behind. The other person is supposed to be swimming. It's just getting like pulled by fucking Thor. And in his like one of his interviews, he's talking. He's like, 
Well, yeah, when I was about, th- you know, when I was three years old, my dad would wake me up in the middle of the night, like two in the morning, to do <laughs> to do push-ups. I was like, what a nightmare. He's like, so it's in my blood. I was like, that's child abuse. Yeah, it's not in your blood. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's what's going on now. What do we got else here? Uh, FC Survivor, another fantastic edition. Kevin, <clears throat> tell us the scores of games in a brand new edition. And your time starts right now. If Chicharito can become the golden boot winner in MLS, maybe Mexican media will completely forget about Brandon Vasquez. And speaking of LA Galaxy Portland Timbers, how about that national anthem singer doing more with one t-shirt than the entire Timbers army has? Kyrie Shelton took to Instagram to complain about the refs, but has he ever considered he might just suck? Everybody's favorite Fernando Adi was... Good, but not great in a men's over 30 league uh, outside of Portland. And it turns out Matt Turner did get frostbite, but not in the way you guys thought he got frostbite. So you're kind of an asshole for bringing it up. But uh, he definitely got frostbite. And remember, this was all just to make a couple of Honduran national team players uncomfortable by playing in the dead of winter outdoors in Minnesota. Fucking got him. It took nearly 900 days, but Houston Dynamo finally got a road win. $70 parking in. Oh, baby. Oh, oh baby. baby. Um, finally. Potpourri. I think yes. Kevin was ranting about uh, Vasquez and uh, not going to Mexico. What do you think about all that, Jonah? Is there a chance? I just think it's so, like, week Premature. two. <laughs> no, well... I mean, he's the golden boot winner. If you look at the U.S.'s situation, he's got to get a call-up. I'm assuming there's going to be, like, some sort of friendlies with MLS players in it or something, you know, for the periphery players. It would be pretty egregious to not get him an invite to one of those kind of things. I'm not saying he should be on the U.S. men's national team, but if he wants to play for the U.S. and he's got the most goals in MLS right now, yeah, give him a chance. But I was saying like a week two or week three, like it just seemed, we were like all saying it kind of as a joke. And now it's like, like every week he scores or does well, it's like less of a joke. <laughs> and I just think that's sure. pretty hilarious. But I mean, yeah, look at who our strikers are now. I mean, how bad could he be? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'd roll the dice on him. It's, I mean, it's, it just feels crazy. <laughs> There's like legitimate talk about that. I mean, every other year we're like, yeah, he's got USL energy <laughs> for sure, you know. And um, you, you do until you don't, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. He's our Jamie Vardy. But again, like we always talk. I always thought he was older until I'm always reminded that he's still a baby. But uh, he seems like he would be like in the same age as Forrest Lasso. They have the same energy. Yeah. And Forrest Lasso is like 28, 29. There's like a, he posted a picture. He needs to shave his beard and cut his hair. I I, can't, I, I haven't unfollowed him on Instagram. And I just, every time I see him, he just <laughs> creeps me out. I'm like, get that beard out of here. He's like hair looked like he had straightened it like down to his shoulders. And it was just, it was a very disturbing photo. But uh, yeah, I mean, Vasquez is only like 23 and 
I was watching these USA games and you're watching Ricardo Pepe. I'm like, Vasquez <laughs> would have done better than this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it sounds like a joke, but it's true. So, but yeah, if he does, yeah, p- I mean, pick honestly, them, like the fact that it's like a fall World Cup, you know, could be to his benefit if he can keep this up, you know, he's got some time to turn more heads. I'd be, I mean, It'd be fucking unreal. <laughs> I mean, just can you imagine if, like, he ends up being our big prize that we sell, <laughs> Vasquez. <laughs> I wanted to be like so good enough where like we keep him, but not so good. That's like, oh, you got to get rid of him. <laughs> I mean, I know we'll keep him this whole year, no matter what. But that's my selfish thing. I know a lot of people are like, I want to have a team that's like constantly churning out players to Europe. I'm like, I want players who play for us. <laughs> like, my dream isn't to lose players. Because we sell them. My dream is to have the best MLS team anyway. Yeah, what you need is like players like Vela who are like good but have zero ambition. <laughs> no, but yeah, I just so, can't. I mean, I couldn't wrap my head around like Brandon Vasquez like on my TV against England and Qatar, you know. But. Well, and I felt Matthew Doyle and half of it's a troll, but like a lot of it's he always tries to hype up almost to insult other teams who don't play as many domestics or something, hype up any domestic player who's doing well. But he's like, now he's constantly tweeting about Vasquez. And I was like, we us needs this, this. And he's like, just, he'll tweet something about Vasquez. And, uh, you know, just going off of what he says as underlying numbers, like the advanced stats back up, if not say he's even better than his goals are. So it's not like, I think we can tell because we watch all the games. But if you're not, you're like, how good is he really? But, I mean, he's getting himself in all those positions. So he seems like he's that good. They're not like – he's not just like getting a bunch of fluke goals. No, no. I do wish he would have gotten that. He did a left footer um, outside the box in the first half. Um, you know, he's on, are he, you with me? Don't you wish you would have scored again? Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember it. It was a decent shot. And I'm you know, I'm happy he took it. It's kind of like a heat check. He's like, you know what? I'm really feeling it right now. <laughs> I'm just going to shoot it from all. Yeah, I mean, he's a, seem, he's always the best option at this point. So, uh, you know, if we are a bad team above wooden spoon level, that'll be probably the most interesting part if he keeps, like, scoring goals. I look forward to seeing it. I'd like him to add some more players to this team, though. That's just me. I'm not sure we're a championship potential just yet. Um, Zach Potpourri, before we get out of here, anything else you need to get off your chest? Still recovering. Speaking of get off your chest, still recovering from basically the flu or even a difference. Um, yeah, no, I am still. Um, it's got weakling. me fucked up still. I'm very weak. Anything I do, I just feel like I'm like dead. Um, yeah, no, I'm str- struggling big time. Um, Ad Rock, if you're listening, now's the time for that one on one. You could take Zach out <laughs> if you're ready for the brawl on the street. Yeah, I will say dad does know about this, so I can say it on the podcast, but <laughs> I've also been suffering from a burning mouth syndrome, which is just fucking torture. <laughs> I've been to multiple doctors and uh, this is a funny story for a potpourri. I, you know, it could be anxiety related. So, you know, someone recommended me some weed, <laughs> went on my front porch and smoked some and uh, 
an hour later, I'm calling my neighbor, I'm calling my mom, and the paramedics are in my living room. So I thought I was going to die. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> Can't look my neighbor in the eye. <laughs> Have you talked to him since? It's a her. She's a nurse. That's why I called her. And uh, By the time she got to my house, I couldn't like even see her face. <laughs> but I kept grabbing her hand saying, no, feel my heart. <laughs> Did, was she like... Did she uh, respond to that specifically or was she just kind of? Yeah, she said, I mean, it did feel, you know, I've got, so I've got an atrial septal defect, which is a hole in my heart and, uh, and my right atria is enlarged. So I've got issues. And, um, even the paramedics, they hooked me up to some shit. They're like, no, we do see an abnormality. We can take you in if we, if you want. And, uh, I really thought I was going to die, but I was, the embarrassment was still too much. So I was like, I'm just going to die. I'm not going to, to the hospital, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> But I was like, I was like crying because I was like, I know I'm going to die. <laughs> it. it was crazy. You, you know, have you seen like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? It was like that. Like things were stretching out. Like my coffee table looked like it was like 10 feet long and like a trapezoid. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Half our listeners were like, oh, so it's awesome though, man. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you go, man? Sounds great. I'm doing like the yeah. most obvious. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> it's every weed head talks, right? Um, but uh, I guess that kind of well, <laughs> got scared straight a little bit there, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not well versed in that world, as you know. Um, <laughs> so, you know, never again. Also, it made my mouth burn like a motherfucker. So never again. Everything hurts. Going to those soccer games, that hurt. If I'm yelling, my tongue's on fire. I fucking. And this so, team know. needs a lot of yelling. <laughs> They're nothing without me. Um, if any listeners have any suggestions, <laughs> let me know because ear, nose, and throat doctors can't help me. Solve Zach's burning mouth syndrome and then go to the burning mouth syndrome uh, Facebook page. And <laughs> yeah, I'm always sending Jonah uh, screen caps of the Facebook pages. <laughs> like, it's like every day is a struggle to get out of bed. Do I even want to live anymore? I'm like, oh god, <laughs> bringing you down with them. Uh, yeah, I thought I had it for like three days, and I thought I got it as like a sympathy pain. <laughs> I was like, just from you talking about it so much, and I was like, oh Jesus! I was like, how dare you mention this? Now my mouth's fucked up. But I think it was that Kroger jammed ice cream. <laughs> It's like the shittiest ice cream in the world. It's like how is how is a half gallon only a dollar fifty? And like it fucked up my tongue for three days. The thing about that Kroger jammed ice cream, I remember buying it a couple times, and uh, it's about a third of the weight of another ice cream of the same size. It's all air. It's all air, and I don't know what else. Sugar, I don't know, but like yeah, somehow worse sugar. It's it's like cold whipped cream. (laughs) No, well that's better even. Yeah, it's pretty rough. We have like two things of it in there, and I'm like, I can't touch that again because if my mouth gets fucked up again, I can't blame anybody but myself. But I, f- I feed it to my kids for dessert, not for just wow dinner time, kids. <laughs> time for more jam. It's jammed. <laughs> Put it on your sandwich. I had like Butterfinger jammed years ago, and it had like a weird, like kind of not gel like but like swirl in it too, along with the Butterfinger. I was like, what is this weird <laughs> that's, that's syrup? <laughs> I 
What is this concoction? It was disturbing, but uh, it was delicious at the time. Um, <laughs> me and Eli, we started watching, we ran out of crafting shows to watch. Um, so we started watching MasterChef Junior. We were both crying. <laughs> so embarrassing. But it's so sad when these kids get kicked off. <laughs> Master Chef was always hilarious to me. I, I think we watched like two seasons of Master Chef Junior. You could always tell like the kid who like you knew lived in like some New York City two million dollar loft with his mortgage banker parents, like who's had yeah. private chef tutoring all these times. Yeah, uh, I mean most of these kids they show their house and they're they're balling. Like you, you're but, not going to be a good <laughs> child chef unless you've got money. That's it's hard to any other way around that. Um, did you watch? We did watch the first Domino Masters. What was the other? Uh, you're saying crafting shows. Uh, we watched Craftopia. It's on HBO, and it's like they don't really make anything cool. And it's hosted by like some YouTubers. Do you watch? Is this? Uh, is this cake? Is, is this cake? <laughs> no, I haven't. Seen, Eli's watched that as moms, but I haven't. We did watch Making Fun on Netflix, which got that guy Jimmy from making it. That show was okay. Yeah, we just finished it. Just good because it was all they wanted to watch. Did you? Uh, you should check out. I don't know if I don't know if you'd like it or not. There's a guy who makes like very fancy uh, dioramas on YouTube. It'll be like a little mini Star Wars scene, or it'll be like some other scene, or like it'll be water and it'll pour resin, and somebody falling. I don't know. He builds things and little models. It's pretty good. <clears throat> Nice. Yeah, I'll check it out. It was funny. You know, we keep watching, like, making it and making fun. And uh, Eli had to make a a leprechaun trap for school. Right. Like, a, it was like a four or five day, like, at home project. And um, so I took him into the shop and, you know, we used the bandsaw and cut a bunch of foam and then we, and, like, spray painted that. And then to make, like, the pot of gold. We took foam and stuck it on a screwdriver, but used it like a lathe, and he like turned it to make it round and all this stuff. And I was like, "Oh hell yeah, they're gonna be so impressed." So he brings that in to school, and the teacher just like makes an announcement to the class, like, "You don't need to do all of this that Eli did." Thought, no, <laughs> he was all bummed. He's like, "She's so rude." And I was like, "I think she just didn't." Anyway, I didn't get the glory that I wanted. She didn't want the other kids to feel bad, right? But. That's a shame. <laughs> you go above and beyond, and all you're doing is hurting the dumb kids or the kids with the parents. Who wow. Don't care. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say where wherever I am working, I drew an <laughs> I drew an ice cream cone on a little dry erase board. I had like eight people gathered around me, show them the cone. I was like, this isn't impressive. Like no, this. Uh, how'd you draw that ice cream cone so fast? It's like, listen, folks. If you're impressed by this, I got a whole lot of bag of tricks. This is nothing. Anyways, that's good enough, right? Yeah, I think that's more than enough. Uh, Amelia, wrap it up. Sorry, I didn't shout you out earlier, young Amelia. Um, but yeah, until next time, no game next week. That means no pod next week. So we'll have, by next time we record, we'll have two more little kid soccer games to talk about. Our kids, uh, was it three nothing or four nothing? 
I think it was just three. Uh, they played pretty good, though. We deserved a goal. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, do you have a verdict on Atlanta? Was that a pipe dream for you? I know um, Eli and Arlo don't have a game that weekend. It's still possible. Mayor said, uh, oh, maybe we'll go to the lake house if you're gone. Because I'm never as excited as they are <laughs> to go. Yeah. I think it's Easter weekend, right? Yeah, that's true. Which doesn't really mean anything to me. No. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to Ray Gaddis's house, that's for sure. <laughs> I do like the candy. Sure. We'll get yeah, back right. to you guys on that. <laughs> yeah. Coons isn't coming. <laughs> like, oh, I'm a big no. Easter guy. <laughs> yeah. Loves that bunny. All right. Till next time. Down in the dumps, but not all the way down. Going through the motions. Final season of KLR. Folks, you know, I waver. I'm like, you know, is this the right decision? And then you have a week like this, like, fuck this shit. <laughs> not the pod, but it's like, how much can we say? Voice crack. What's my first voice crack? Wow, I've had a powerful voice day. Zach, final thoughts? <laughs> uh, Amelia, what's good? Um, yeah, I'll be back in a couple weeks. Hopefully Nick, too. <laughs> Why not? And if you have a solution to Zach's burning, horrible burning mouth syndrome, DM them to me. They'll be much appreciated. Unless it's taking a, taking a giant toke. <laughs> it's a no-go. All right. Sorry, Zach, I'm playing Foo Fighters. You know, I'm a big Taylor Hawkins um, stan, so. R.I.P. All right. Do you see Louis C.K. won Best Comedy Album? <laughs> no, I didn't. He's back. Uh, oh, yeah. And was God, was that just one week ago? Fuck. The Will Smith slap. Live on the air with you guys. <laughs> and, of course, like, because Scott's the first one to send it to me, I'm like, Scott's an idiot. There's no way. I was like, I, like, I was without watching. I'm, I was like, Scott, it's a bit, it's a bit. And then I'm watching that clip of Will yelling on the second time. I'm like, oh, ne- oh my, <laughs> not a bit at all. Uh, where are you, Zach? I, I ended up teams uh, pro slap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm. I don't care. <laughs> One more or don't, the other. No, I was just reading some of these takes, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like Joe Apatow, like he could have killed him. I was like, all right. Joe Apatow, that was, yeah, that was pretty Folks. embarrassing. Also embarrassing was Jaden saying, like, that's how we do it. I'm like, is that how you do it? I know. In your $40 billion dollar mansion, that's how the Smith <laughs> gets down. Uh, good for him, though. All right. Sorry. I should have stopped it. Till next time. Uh, all right. So, get it for us together. Chad, what's up? Good, good.